1199.3 WBT. Mecklenburg County Sheriff Gary McFadden being sued for the second time in two years by gun ownership groups, a couple of residents of Mecklenburg County here in Charlotte, um, for slow rolling their applications for concealed handgun permits. Essentially what he's been doing, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but then McFadden appeared on Thursday on Brett Jensen's program where he, quote, explained uh, the process. He couldn't talk about the, the litigation specifically because he's being sued. Um, but in general, I could tell you about the process. And essentially, the process is uh, you go in, you fill out this paperwork, you release uh, these forms. You say it's okay for these uh, these uh, mental institutions, essentially these mental health hospitals and facilities. You know the big ones, Broughton and Atrium and whatever. They got all these different uh, hospital systems to release all the records to the sheriff's office. So if you've been, you know, had some mental issues that you don't get a concealed handgun permit, right? That's the idea. So you sign these waivers, you sign these releases. Well, he takes all of them and sends them to the VA. Even people who have not been in the military. And his excuse for that is that, well, sometimes people forget to check the box. I would submit there are easier ways to find out if every application is coming from a veteran or not, rather than sending all of the applications to the VA and making them search their database with this application and then have to turn around and send it all back. But maybe not. But I think there probably is. Right? Don't they issue you... ID numbers in the military? Can't you can't you just run a check of the names? Say, hey, are these people in? Okay, no. You can't do that? All right, let me jump over here and get Leroy on. He called in earlier, and we, I got disconnected. Uh, Leroy, welcome back. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Hey, Allen? I'm good. What's up? All right, but what laws he breaking, though? I mean, I know you mashing them. You're supposed to do your job, but what laws he breaking? What lo- well, he's uh, he could be running afoul of the Supreme Court ruling in the Bruin case out of New York, for one. Are you there? I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm here. I'm, okay. I'm here. I'm here. And what else? What do you mean, what else? You asked what law he was breaking, and I gave you one. That's the only law he's breaking? Oh, so, only, so the sheriff breaking only one law is okay? As long as it's just one? Is it the number of laws? It's not the number of laws. He just, he just getting. I mean, he's just doing. He's not breaking any laws. He's he's going by the Constitution, the book. So let the man go by the book. So what the lawsuit alleges is that that's not true. That he's actually in violation of the law, like he was the last time when they had to sue him because he wasn't giving permits to people seeking to buy pistols as well through the pistol purchase permit system. So he was he was found guilty. He entered into an agreement where he said, I will follow the law in order to get the litigation disposed of. So he's not, I mean, he's, the, the issue here well, is I that these are civil, these are civil, these. Can I talk? I was in the middle of a sentence, but sure, go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. No, go ahead. I can't get a concealed hand weapon. Okay. And I have no felonies, nothing, nothing on my record, but I can't get one. Why not? So why? Uh, so what's the problem with that? I mean, I don't get it. Why, but why not? Standard? Is it a double standard? That's what I'm asking. I, I would need to know why you are a prohibited person. I don't, I don't know. You tell me. I've been to Hyatt everywhere. Couldn't get no concealed gun law. You've tried to... All right, hang on a second. All right, hang on. Walk me through this, Leroy. You tried to get a concealed handgun permit in Mecklenburg I County? 
Yes, sir. All right. So and and so, what happened when you went in? You fill out the paperwork. Yeah, they refused. What do you mean? That that- from like that was from like maybe thirty years ago, man. I mean, like maybe fifteen years ago. It seemed like thirty, but it was longer than that. I got no. I I know the feeling I'm there. Four years old, man. So I can't get a concealed hand weapon. I'm not a felon. Right. So have you been to the website to see? What uh, what the list of things are that would prohibit you from getting a concealed handgun permit? I know what it is, but I didn't do it. I wasn't found guilty. Okay, so but you why were. Can I get one? So you were charged? No, I wasn't charged. I was charged, but I was found not guilty. I took it to trial. Okay, so all right, so yeah. yeah, so you were charged and you were acquitted. Yeah. After a trial. Yes, sir. Okay. Was it a was it a uh, a firearm related well, incident? It was a trial. I went to a trial, so well, I can't get one. No, I I, I I would agree with you, right? Like you, like if you were acquitted by a jury of your peers. Yeah. Yes, sir. Of of, tw- of twelve. Right. Then then that means you're you are acquitted, so you no, should sir, not sir. suffer any ramifications. No, no, sir. No right. Time, nothing. So it's a double standard, right? I don't know if it's a double standard. I'd say it's it it is the same standard that Gary McFadden. If but it's it sounds like this happened before, uh, not under McFadden's watch. But this, this is the problem with the the process is that the sheriff's office apparently gets to pick and choose who they want to reward and who they want to punish with this stuff, and that's what the lawsuits were over. Saying you are supposed to issue these permits when people. Meet the criteria. You don't get to say, I don't like them, or I don't, because, like, honestly, I, I went over this in the last hour, the, the roots of this law, well, the roots of this law come from the days of the, the KKK, when the sheriffs would not allow black people to get firearms to protect themselves. That's where this law came from. They need to get rid of the law, is what they I'm need. Not, I'm not worried about that. I'm going to have it regardless. Well, now that's illegal. You know, so so that's illegal. So I mean, so now you can open carry. Take myself. You can have a shotgun in your house. Yes, you can. Okay, so what are you talking about? What am I? To- I'm talking about following the law. You're talking about, oh, you can't have it. Yeah, you can have a shotgun in your house. I'm over eighteen, man. Right. Yeah. So what are you saying? Uh, I'm saying you cannot. Con- I'm sa- I'm saying you cannot conceal a handgun legally. I don't want to conceal it. I don't have to fight anybody. I don't have no conversation. No okay. Mind. Well, you said you did, so that's why I that's why I said that's not that's not legal because okay. you said you're going to do it anyway, and I said, well, that's not legal because you you can't conceal a handgun if you don't have the handgun permit. Not concealing this this a shotgun in my house. That's right. All. That's fine. Absolutely. All right. right so. Absolutely. So I would recommend I we up. Okay. if this is something. No. Uh, yeah. You're totally fine if you're over the age 18. You you went in to buy a shotgun legally. They ran you through the NICS system. Right. You're fine. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I would so I would just say then that if you're going to uh, if you're interested in getting a handgun or the concealed handgun and or you want to find out, like, what exactly is the reason why you you you're, you were turned down? I would just go to their website and they have a whole you know checklist there and find out if there's any of those uh, those reasons that are listed that they may be that they may be stopping you using that as a rationale. That's an excuse, you know, because they may they may have turned you down illegally all those years ago when you first applied for it. I applied for it now, man. What's that? I'm 44 years old. Right, I and apply for I, I applied for it like maybe last month. Oh, okay. So and all right. Yeah, so you, this is recently, this is fresh, man. Oh, okay. So you applied. Le- so this is under McFadden. Okay. So you applied under yeah. McFadden, and what did they did they say? No, you can't own it. They said no, you can't own it. And what was the reason? 
They didn't give me no reason. I can show you the paperwork right now. I would be, I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to go to a website. I don't need to do nothing. That's how the world is. I got to deal with this world. Do you want it to be a better world? That's how this world is, man. Do you want it to be a better world? I'm telling y'all, you see it might be crooked. Huh? So. <laughs> what was that? I didn't hear you. I said, it's no matter what color you are, you still cricket. Well, that's, I mean, that is possible here. Like, yeah, I don't. No matter what color you are. Look, if you want things to change, you got to help change the things, right? And so I would just say, look, go over to, there's a website. It's called grnc.org. Grassroots North Carolina is what it stands for, grnc.org. And reach out to the guy that, uh, the president over there, his name is Paul Vallone. And he may be very interested in, because they're the ones suing. They may be very interested in your case. If you want things to change. Fair enough? Yes, sir. All right, man. I enjoyed the uh, conversation. Good luck. Leroy, I appreciate it. All right. Um, Yeah, I mean, you got to, you know, people have to be willing to change and want the change. Be the change you seek. Okay. So um, McFadden is asked, hey, by Brett Jensen on the show the other day, he is asked, all right, so um, if I'm not a veteran and I apply for a CHP, concealed handgun permit, um, then uh, what's the process? How does that work? McFadden then answers by walking through the process that a veteran goes through, which is not an answer to Brett Jensen's question because Brett asked about there being a process for non-veterans that are now getting shuffled through the VA. And McFadden answers using the veterans going through the VA, not the non-veteran. In other words, he answers a question that wasn't even asked. He then admits that he starts the clock running on the 45 days, which is the statutory language here. He starts the clock running on the 45-day window after he gets a response from the VA, even if it's for people who never were in the service. So think about that. Everybody who's not a veteran has to go through the VA, even though they're not veterans, and then they got to wait for the response from the VA, which could take a very long time. And then it goes back to McFadden, and then he sits down to review. And then we start the 45-day review. That is slow rolling. This is sand in the gears. That's what he is doing. And he is gaslighting us, saying he's not. And anybody who knows this process knows exactly what he's doing. News Talk 1110, 99.3 WBT. Question from Byron regarding the sheriff of Mecklenburg County, whether he's bonded or not. Um, I would assume he is, but I do not know that uh, for certain. Um, Let's see here. Tim says, um, it is a crime for somebody to lie on the concealed handgun permit application. So I have to assume, because Sheriff McFadden cares so much about this issue, that he ensured all those people who lied were charged with that crime, right? How many charges, prosecutions for that lie will a FOIA request show? I'm going to bet zero. The standard that he has established is not legal. The reason that they require someone be adjudicated to be in the NICS system is that 
That is due process, and it's not subjective. His people digging through is a subjective standard. He's doing the same Jim Crow subjective stuff, but only doing it to veterans. Is that G.I. Joe Crow law? Oh, good one. Um, He has no authority under the law to be reviewing hundreds of pages of a veteran's health or other records hunting for some subjective reason to deny somebody. The law is clear that there are only firm reasons for denying somebody. The fact he is only doing it to veterans is clearly discriminatory. Um, to, to, to stay on this, Sheriff Pete, this is a gross abuse of power. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I mean, I am disturbed by his actions here. There isn't any good, there's no good explanation for this stuff. You know me, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? I try. Let me go over here. Here is Gary. Welcome to the program. Hello, Gary. Hi, Pete. Hey, is this the sheriff? Uh, I just need to ask, is this sheriff uh, Gary McFadden? Are you the sheriff? No. Okay, all right. I just needed to check. If I was, I'd change a lot of things. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Anyways, I went through getting a concealed carry uh, about a year and a half ago. And <clears throat> had to set up an appointment at the uh, sheriff's office in Caparras County. And we got in there, and there was a group of us, <clears throat> and the lady was going through all our paperwork. Now, the ones that were retired military or National Guard or Reserve, they had to sign a release form with the VA, mm-hmm. along with uh, getting a, a photocopy of our ID cards, and I could not figure out why they had to go to the VA to to check our records. For the mental health records, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, on my DD-214 that I had to provide as honorable discharge, I spent 30 years in the Marine Corps. Right, right, because a dishonorable discharge is a pro, it, it would prohibit you from getting a concealed handgun permit. Well, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> the process, to me, is they're dating the military on this stuff. You know, I, I, can't, I couldn't think, why and why are they going to the VA? Mm-hmm. It has really nothing to do with uh, getting a concealed carry. What do you think it has to do with? Are they trying to find something that, like you said, that Danyan not getting uh, concealed carry? I don't know. Just- no, I, that's a fair question, Gary. It's a totally fair question. Why do they have deputies sifting through people's medical records under this provision? If that's in fact what he says they're doing, and he did say that's what they're doing, so. They're not. They're looking around for certain words that may not have tripped, you know, a, a high enough standard or something in the VA. That's what he said. That we're we're gonna yeah. we're gonna look deeper. We're gonna look for other words and things that they told the therapist. Like you're reading somebody's therapist's notes in order to make a determination as to whether they can get a CHP. And so it does beg the question: Is that really what you're reading those notes for? Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Gary, I appreciate the call. Let me go uh, to Garrett. Hello, Garrett. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? 
I uh, just calling about the previous caller that was stating is it was just it was a double standard on getting a uh, a permit. Uh, it sounded to me like he was just wanting to go into Hyatt and just purchase a gun. Um, number one, you need a pistol permit, and, right. and number two, in order to carry concealed, obviously he would have to take the course and, and do a, a, a concealed carry course. Um, I have had a permit in North Carolina, and I currently hold one in South Carolina. Now, when I transferred to South Carolina, I was actually denied my permit. Um, uh, something came up in my background check that they did not like, um, that I was charged of with and, and never convicted of. So mm-hmm. what I had to do was then appeal the, the denial and then prove to the, to the background check, I guess the FBI or whatever, that I was never convicted of those crimes. And so I had to pull a court docket of every, of my entire record and right. mail that in. So there's an appeals process that goes with that. So if he's being denied, there's absolutely a way that you can appeal that, and they have to tell you why you're being denied. Right. I think, so what you just offered up as a, as a potential explanation actually makes sense. He may have gone in to buy a handgun, was denied a handgun because he didn't have a pistol purchase permit, um, or he couldn't get one at the sheriff's office, and so he just bought a shotgun instead. That, that sounds... There's absolutely an appeals process as well, too, and they, they have to tell you why you're being denied. They, they sent me paperwork specifying exactly why I was denied and what I needed to show them in order to appeal the, the actual denial. Yeah, I got you. Hey, I appreciate it, Garrett. Thank you. Thank you. All right, buddy. Um, yeah, that, that, that does make a, a good bit of sense. And that's the thing about the VA process. The reason why the DOJ and NICS, the background check, the national... Uh, instant uh, check system, right? The, the, why that? Um, why they rely on the VA is because the VA has a process where you can appeal before you lose your rights. And what McFadden is saying is, screw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have your own little process, and I know you reported to Nix, and I have access to Nix, but I'm not going to look at Nix. I'm not going to use that. I'm going to look at your medical records, and I'm going to act as the VA adjudication board. I'm going to make a determination based on what's in your therapist's notes. Because I guess he's a psychologist? Is that right? Is he a a psychiatric expert? I don't understand why people don't see this as the gross abuse of power that it actually is. Well, some people do. Some people do. And thank God, Grassroots North Carolina and Gun Owners of America are suing over it, and a couple of uh, Mecklenburg County residents as well. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Got more sound bites to get to. Let me get William on, though, first. Hello, William. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Pete. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to mention to you that uh, I just got my renewal percent, uh, permit in the mail. The only problem with that is that I filed for it in February. Oh, good grief. And it just came in the mail. Ten months. Ten months. This is, are you a veteran? No. Right. So, well, the VA got to look at your request. Because that's where it went, and that's how long it takes. And then he starts the clock running after the VA sends it back to his office saying, we don't know who this guy is, this William guy is, he's not a veteran. And then they start the clock running on the 45 days. So that you oh could have, yeah, you could have had it a month and a half earlier if they had just 
released the document to you when the VA said, hey, he's not a veteran, but they could have actually gotten it to you months prior had they just not gone through the VA because they didn't need to. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, he is the only sheriff in the entire state doing this. So, uh, hey, I appreciate the call, William. Congrats on getting your renewal. It's good news indeed. Uh, All right, next up here, this is McFadden saying um, that this is on the 45-day clock that he runs. Here it is. Uh, When they send it back to us, then we have the 45 days to look into it. Okay, awesome. All right, so look, we've got a lot of things because, like, I I know so little about concealed carry. I'm sure I'm asking stupid questions because I, like I said, I've shot a gun three times in my entire life. So, (laughs) Well, uh, I think, think you know, we— like I said, we have to kind of not talk about it, but right. Well, you know, well, we can I would, talk about yeah, in general terms. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in yeah. general terms. And then what happens yeah. is, you know, when people say, "Well, why not other counties?" Well, nobody has the volume that we have, and I can't tell you what another sheriff is doing. I can and not doing. I can't tell you what I can. He believes is what's right and what's good. I can I have to make sure that I'm doing what I can sleep well with. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody says, "Well." Sheriff, did you check this? You know, this person took a gun to school. Did you check his? Why whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? I, I feel good about what? the process that we have. Well, how, how, is, how could somebody have taken a gun to school? How would a person going through a concealed handgun permit system, a process, how would they have taken a gun to school? You can't get a concealed handgun permit under the age of 21. What is going on here? Does he think we're stupid or is he? Is he ignorant or does he think we are? Why do you think people, like, the people who went and shot up schools, right? They were not concealed handgun permit holders. He's conflating a person who takes a gun to a school, which would not be a veteran, by the way, because, you know, they're older. Or legal CHP, you need to be 21. It's not like there are other sheriffs in large counties doing this either he's like oh i don't know what other sheriffs to do i do none of them are doing what you're doing 99 out of 100 sheriffs are not doing what you're doing because what you're doing is dumb and probably illegal he's the only one abusing the va system that is what he is doing he is abusing the va system he is abusing veterans And he's abusing anybody that wants a CHP that has to wait now for like a year. But then he says he wants a better process. If we should sit down and say, can we come up with a better process? That is what I'm looking for. Oh, how can the entire state say, how can we come up with a better process? Hey, hey, we have a better process. You're just not freaking following it, man. You're not following it. They came up with this process. So what is he saying? He's saying he wants there to be a different process. So he's what? Trying to force change through his interpretation of the law, which he has already been smacked down on. And not just point fingers at each other. Let's all go to Raleigh and say, what can we do better to create a better and a most efficient process i got a better and efficient process you follow the law as it's written you follow what all the 99 other sheriffs are doing how about that that seems to work pretty well in all the other 99 counties just here but now oh no this is me this is such a raging narcissistic view the problem isn't what he's doing that is different from the 99 other sheriffs no no we all need to what accommodate 
his system of belief, right? We have to say, no, you're the right person. Everyone else is wrong. You're correct. We're going to change all the rules in the rest of the state, even though everybody else is following them fine. No, no, you're the smartest sheriff in North Carolina. You're the one. You're the one who shall lead us to the promised land where older people who get CHPs then don't go and shoot up schools, which, by the way, they're not doing. Sorry. My process is the process that we do here. Yes, obviously. And somebody said, well, uh, one person out of 100 counties. That's not fair. It is. We just need to have a process for everybody. We do. That we could see these records. I'm looking for a process that I can see these records. A person sitting at the desk and hit a button and it all goes into a system and we can see it. Oh. If you think about it, before 9-11, we never had TSA. Mm, wow. But we have it now. So, so Oh, my gosh. This is so brilliant. Man, that's so freaking smart. <coughs> Man. Oh, gosh. That's, a, that's some deep stuff right there. Before 9-11, we didn't have TSA. What is he, what is he asking for? He wants a mental health database. That's what he's talking about. He wants to be able to see everybody's therapist notes, not just veterans. This is what he's starting with. He started with the veterans because you're kind of government property, I guess, in his eyes. But no, he wants he wants to see everybody else's therapy notes. Maybe some point, 10, 15 years ago, you may have said uh, you were suicidal. Sorry, you don't get to have a gun now. He wants to be able think about that to put online everyone's therapist notes. This guy's out of control. It says, huh, we need more security at the airport, so let's create this other agency to help us. I think that there should be a system, and that's me thinking on a scale of how can we come at be- do it better. Let's put it into a system that we can all see it, have all clarification, and can say, yes, 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 I can stamp of approval and make the process easier. If they want to give the sheriff that power, we'll take it. We'll take it. If they want to give the sheriff that power, we'll take it. Referring to himself in the third person, also a classic thing that narcissists do. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. A reminder, uh, WBT is welcoming the Light the Nights Festival, where you can make merry memories at Truist Field, as opposed to not merry memories. It's going on through now, uh, now through January 6th. You got the ice skating rink, you got a snow tubing hill, you got light shows, you got live entertainment, you got the holiday treats, you got the Christmas trees, you got shopping, you got Santa, you got it all. I don't know why I'm doing that accent, but you do. You have it all. You can learn to play hockey. Uh, They got tournaments, they got figure skating, and more on Uptown's only regulation size outdoor hockey rink. It is the Light the Nights Festival at Truist Field. Uh, Let me get this last caller on here before I play one more soundbite. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the show. Yes, hey, uh... Uh, I'm a concealed carry permit holder. I've been for 10 years. I'm retired military. About six months ago, somebody showed me some papers that they had were supposed to sign. They were going for family counseling mm. at a psychologist, not a not a uh, psychiatrist. I could not believe the questions that were so invasive. Uh, every kind of question. I mean, are you suicidal? Do you have uh, all kinds of these tendencies, that tendencies? I could not believe the questions. I mean, you could probably go under any psychologist now and go online and look at the papers you have to sign. You're, they want you to sign away your rights. I told this person I wouldn't do that. 
Well, it dep- I mean, if you're going to just a private therapist for yourself, I think that's different. Yes, it raises a lot of problems, though, and questions when you're going to, like, court-ordered ones, or if you're going to now the VA and you're finding out that in Mecklenburg County, the sheriff is going to be thumbing through, rifling through your therapy notes. Well, it, 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 I could not. They were so legalistic. I mean, here's about 14 pages. It was all online. Yeah. They said to me, what do you think? Because they knew my background. And I said, I wouldn't sign those. No, I got I'd you. Another psychologist. Yeah. Because you you're literally are signing away your rights to protect them. And it's like, if you just mention something in counseling, they will, they can use it against you or turn you in if you want to call it that. I was just horrified. I got you. Joe, I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you very much. I want to play one more soundbite here before I get off. Um, this is Paul Valone. So a couple of weeks ago when we first started talking about this, Paul Valone, the president of Grassroots NC, uh, joined me on the show, and he said that uh, Gary McFadden, our sheriff, is burdening the VA. He's burdening the VA with paperwork for applicant uh, for applicants that were never even in the military. But here's what has changed in just the last few months. The Bruin decision, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin which struck down New York's May issue concealed handgun law because it required that you show good cause to get a per- to, to get a permit. However, in note 9 of that decision, Clarence Thomas, that brilliant decision written by Clarence Thomas, um, note 9 says that even the constitutionality of a shall issue system like our own may be constitutionally suspect if it causes excessive delays or exorbitant costs to the applicants. Bingo. Excessive delays or exorbitant costs to the applicant. That is exactly what is going on here. So says Paul Valone. He says uh, he is not buying this excuse that every non-veteran application needs to go to the VA. The interesting thing is he claims that, well, I have to send all of the applicants through the VA because some don't disclose their military service on their concealed handgun application. Well, ignoring for a moment that that's, that application is completed under penalty of perjury, um, the reality is that the Veterans Administration has been reporting uh, disqualified individuals to the National Instant Background Check System, the computerized background check system, since 1998. So in other words, and by the way, General Statute 14.415.16 requires the sheriff to do a NICS check before issuing a concealed handgun permit. So he has access to all of the disqualified people from the VA, meaning that his attempt to flood the VA with these requests is not only redundant, it's malicious. There you go. It's not only redundant, it's malicious. Now, there was another part of this uh, interview, uh, and Gary McFadden, again, kudos to him for joining Brett Jensen on his program the other day, Breaking with Brett Jensen. Uh, you can hear the whole podcast. Go to WBT.com and listen to it. It was Thursday's episode, I believe. He did. Uh, he was asked by a caller, "Hey, what's up with those bicycle gangs? You gonna do anything about that?" And he was like, "Oh no, that's CMPD's wheelhouse." <sighs> what? Well, wait a minute. I thought you were all about the traffic enforcement now. And he says we haven't really had any incidents with them. Like, really? They're right down the street from your headquarters. But he says he's gonna he's gonna talk to some of the bike gang members, see what's what. So we'll, we shall see. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone. Thank <laughs> you.